Thank you for visiting Discontinued on Display. We are so happy you have joined us. At this time, we ask you a few small favors. Please remain with your guides at all times. If you separate, you may get lost. Please refrain from eating or drinking in the museum. And please remember, by the power within me as queen of the wingdom, I summon my sky dancers to defend my kingdom. Everybody and welcome to Discontinued on Display. I'm Chris, and I'm joined by Matt, who's having a conniption on mute right now because he just <laughs> loved what I did out loud with my own words. So, uh, pull back the curtain. <laughs> pull back the curtain here. We don't plan like conversation on our on our podcast. If you haven't already guessed, um, based on like how many rabbit holes we go down, i.e. I- last episode. Um, <laughs> but uh, so these intros, Chris is like, yeah, I've just got an idea and just goes with it. And we will get to what all of that means. It's funnier to me because I've done a bunch of research on this, but uh, hopefully that intro will make more sense as we go on. Oh my gosh. It was, it was a part of the history of this product that I didn't I didn't even know. And I was so excited to find and like understand a little bit. Anyway, this is going to be another episode where we talk about the product for about 10 minutes and then we're going to launch into a good, probably at least 20 launch. minutes. Yeah, launch. Oh, launch. A really good word choice. Oh, yes. I love when I unintentionally make theming. Um, I mean, I love when I totally plan everything out that I'm going to say. There's a chart. Um, and make it fun and witty. So, yes, welcome back into our museum. We're in our knee deep in our toy exhibit here and we've. Um, I mean, we're sky high in oh, our toy sky exhibit. high in our toy exhibit, um, dancing along the clouds. Yep. As we hit children's faces as we come oh, down. Jesus. So, um, for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, um, if you haven't read the title, uh, we're doing sky dancers today, which I'm really excited to talk about because I myself, a child of the '90s, owned me a sky dancer. I don't believe we had sky dancers in our house, but. I, one, I remember the commercials. Like, uh, I remember the very cheesy, the classic 90s toy commercial where the kid demonstrates the toy and then looks like they The girls just, in their, like, denim jackets yep. and their high ponies and look at her go. <laughs> wow. <laughs> look at my Sky Dancer. She really flies. <laughs> and And that was with any commercial. Like, you know, if it was a Hot Wheels track, it'd be like, yeah, racing action. There was Whoa. there you're, you did it right there so naturally. There is such a like 180 head snap between a 90s boys commercial and a 90s girl commercial because it's all light pastels and it's lavenders and it's blues and it's a little sparkly and everyone has like really perfect hair and they're all in denim. <laughs> always in denim always in denim light and it's frilly and it's fluffy and it's beautiful girls with this high-pitched voice and then the guys it's like rock music and everyone's in red and orange and yeah 
<laughs> I can't even do that. <laughs> Chris is gonna die while he does it. But sure, you're right. You're right. Um, it's the it's the monster truck racing action. Pull the lever, and these monster trucks will try to jump over the shark. And then the boys lock eyes and go cool, and like do like a downward fist pump kind of a thing. <laughs> I have nostalgia is just slapping me in the face right now because this and if you're a child of the 90s or even an adult of the 90s like you know exactly what we're talking about you are 90 (laughs) yes I'm sure if you are 90 you uh you understand this I I think that there was such a specific timbre to the voice too like Mm -hmm. just this like so over the top that now it seems so funny but back then, it seemed like so genuine. Like, oh man, those kids are having such a great time. I'm gonna have such a great time when I when I play with my Sky Dancer. And I feel like every toy company got the exact same two, like the same guy who did the boys commercials and the same girl who got the girls commercials. They had the exact same voice. And I mean, I it's like weird side tangent. I feel like that's still true today. Have you ever seen? Do you remember when Watch Mojo, like Ms. Mojo, first came out? And you didn't see who was talking. And now they, like, have the person who's speaking pop up. There's, like, five different women who all sound the same. It's terrifying. Yeah, And I think those people are fascinating. Like, I'm like, oh, hey, you do the voice. Like, have you seen the interview of Tom Holland where he's getting interviewed by the woman who does the welcome to watch mojo? And, like, she... Like, it comes up in conversation. She's like, oh, yeah, I'm the Watch Mojo person. That's my voice at the start. He's like, oh, my gosh, can, can you do it? Like, please? And she's like, okay, Tom Holland, I, I guess. <laughs> I don't know if this documentary is still on Netflix, but at some point there was one called I Know That Voice. And it was all about voice acting. So, I mean, this was a, a documentary on voice acting. So, I mean, it had Nancy Cartwright, Mark Hamill, John DiMaggio, like, I mean, all the famous voice actors. And it talked about voice acting. It was really, really fun to 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 hear what they had to say. And, and one of them it, that stuck with me, I mean, there's so many anecdotal stories from there, but one of them was, it's the guy who did the voice for the Animaniacs. Mm-hmm. And... He's, you know, they talk about the wonderful thing about being a voice actor is no one recognizes you. So we can just, if Tom Hanks goes into Disney World, everybody knows it's Tom Hanks. If guy who voices Animaniacs goes into Disney World, nobody knows and he can just enjoy his day. Mm-hmm. But he sees a kid with an Animaniac shirt. I don't remember where he was, but he sees a kid and he decides, you know what, I'm going to make this kid's day. I'm going to show him, um, you know, I'm going to show him. He's like, hey, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm that guy. And the kid says, prove it. And he goes, I have never felt so much pressure to do that voice because this kid did not believe me. And I like, I have to convince him that, yes, it's me. <laughs> and I just, I, I found that a very funny, like he was so scared to like impress this 12 year old kid that he was the Animaniacs voice. Have you ever seen, there's this awesome interview of Glenn Close uh, where she was in an elevator and there was a mom and her son, and the mom goes, "That that's Cruella Deville," and the little boy just looks at her because Glenn Close, obviously out of the Cruella outfit, looks nothing like her. Um, and the little boy just looks really skeptical, and Glenn Close looks down at him and does the Cruella laugh and just scares the absolute bejeebies out of him. <laughs> Mostly, what was fun for me is because it's a physical interview. You can see is watching Glenn Close out of Cruella do like the cackle and like yeah. the claws and the twitch. That was for me. I was like, ah, yeah. Voice, voice acting is super cool, and and even like, 
like commercials and movie trailers and monster truck rallies. Like, I mean, it's, it's funny how each of these like specific advertisements has a specific like voice timbre that goes with Mm -hmm. it. I mean, even like drug commercials, like medical drug commercials have like the specific, like ask your doctor if this is right for you. Like it's like, it's so such a specific uh, you know, weight of the voice and inflections and all this stuff that you don't realize unless someone were to be like, don't take this medication if you have a heart problem. You'd be like, whoa. Hey, do you remember when this episode was about Sky Dancers? Yeah, I do remember when this episode was about <laughs> Sky Dancers. I feel like if we're giving a tour, like like we're giving a tour of our museum and all the tour is just staring at us like, okay, I thought we were hearing about Sky Dancers today, mommy. Yeah, you just got to let them. You just, you, we put the dime in the jukebox. You got to let the song play. Uh, we'll get there so, eventually. So this toy was really, really cool. Like, cause you, I had a version of this that was like a round disc. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that you just like pulled really hard and then it would fly up in the air. But this amped this up because this was like an actual doll that had wings. And yeah. I believe it was a ballerina cause that hence Sky Dancers. Yeah, kind of. So just some brief, like I got to give my normal facts. <clears throat> Sky Dancers released in 1994 by... Galob, G-A-L-O-O-B. Eventually, it's absorbed by Hasbro. Uh, The toy became super popular and became an animated series, which we will be talking about in 1997. Um, But the toy was discontinued, and I want to say the year was 2000. I believe you're right on that. Um, Yeah, yeah, 2000. 2000, The United States Consumer Product Safety Commission ordered a recall of 8.9 million Skydancer toys. Correct. Now, also in 97, not only was there the animated series, but Happy Meal and Burger King Kids Meals both featured Skydancer toys. And what's interesting, um, and again, this will have we'll talk we'll go deeper in this in a second. Burger King got the better deal, which I didn't realize when I was first taking my notes. Burger King's three Skydancer toys are based off the characters from the TV series. McDonald's yeah. did not get the TV series ones. They got ones that were smaller versions of the normal retail Skydancers. Okay. So uh, if you go watch that commercial, you can see what they do. And it's a very, you know, the girls are playing and catches the sky dancer on her wrist and it's still spinning around and it's, you know, very, very fun. And, um, but, uh, they, they got recalled because, um, in the year 2000, that the consumer product safety commission, uh, have received over 170 reports of the dolls hitting people resulting in 150 injuries ranging from scratched corneas temporary blindness and chipped teeth which to me that makes sense like you've got a whirling thing coming at you you don't see it you know your your brother your sister or whomever your neighbor kid does it you're not paying attention all of a sudden you got a sky dancer in the face Mm -hmm. but then i have questions about some of these other ones to broken ribs a mild concussion and facial lacer facial lacerations that required stitches how did you get a broken rib from one of these things? If it knocked you over, if they could prove that I got pushed, like I, I lost my balance because of a sky dancer and I fell broken, breaking a rib on the way down. I guarantee okay. you it's something simple like that. Okay. See, I, I think uh, when I hear, I'm a very black and white person apparently when it comes to this, because I think, no, not that the sky dancer caused something to happen, that no, the sky dancer flew into me and with enough velocity that it broke my rib. But no, you're probably right. It probably just caused someone to fall down. <laughs> yep. Oh, Sky Dancers. Now, Sky Dancers resurface 
only in the UK in 2014 and 2015. So they came back, but only in the UK, and I don't think they're still there anymore. No, I think from what I read, like I think there was a, t- two comebacks, like mid two thousands and then early twenty tens. Mm-hmm. They made a tried to make a comeback in in some way, but again, not in the states. The states was like, no, they're dangerous. Yeah, yeah, no. The United States said, no, 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 no. And I think what was interesting is unlike last episode where it was a dangerous toy but just wasn't popular. This was a dangerous toy that was insanely Very popular. popular. Um, you know, people, I mean, uh, the amount of ads that I saw for these, and again, I never had a sky dancer, but the amount of ads that I sounds, saw sounds for like these, you didn't have as good of a childhood as I did. Uh, apparently not. I apparently my, uh, I think my parents listen to this podcast. Apparently my parents didn't love me enough to buy me a sky dancer. Your, your, your mother has emailed us in our like email thing. Um, so now she is going to email us and be like, that is not true. Matthew is lying. Because I know I, she'll communicate now. Now she knows you're talking bad about her on the airwaves. I, I can I can absolutely say that. While I did not have a sky dancer, I had plenty of fun toys as a child. <laughs> like I was I was not lacking in the toy department, and I don't think that if I were to have a tragic childhood, which I didn't, but I don't think a sky dancer was the reason. And and if it is, I have a lot of therapy to go to to figure out. Speak okay. So real fast, therapy and sky dancers. Have you seen the video of the girl? Who's sky? It's like clearly, I think it's like Christmas Day. The tree's there, and her sky dancer is starting to descend, and she reaches out to kind of catch it, like the girls do in the commercial. But somehow, when she bops it, it catches a little bit more air, and it flies straight into the roaring fire in the fireplace. <laughs> I have not seen this. It's so funny. <laughs> That's so. Because you just sad. hear no, and like the dad leaps up to try and save the sky dancer. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So, okay. So bring the viewers in to those of us that didn't have a, I guess, viewers, listeners in, uh, to, for those of us that did not have a sky dancer, mm-hmm. paint us a picture. Want me to paint you a word picture? Okay. Yes. So I don't remember why or how I ended up with a sky dancer. I'm happy I did. I, you know what? Knowing, knowing me, I probably wanted one cause it looked cool. And my dad had studied engineering in school, so he probably thought it looked like a really cool toy. And like, why not? Like, let's get Chris the Sky Dancer. Um, mine had a green base, and your Sky Dancer. I remember it being finicky. I remember if I pulled too hard, it would like get caught, and it would just topple out. You had to be careful. You couldn't just like rev it like a um, a lawnmower. Correct. You had to you had to gently pull it. Um, so I do remember it having <laughs> that issue. Well, Chris, and I, I mean this in all, sar- this is highly sarcastic. That's because the dainty girls had to play with it. So, you know, you had to get us a nice dainty pull. Correct. And I, I had to learn the art of the dainty pull, like all the other girls in the 90s. This wasn't like Hot Wheels where I could like slam it into the ground. <laughs> Whack um, it. Set my house it. on fire and break yeah. somebody's ribs. <laughs> Even though apparently the Sky Dancer was meant for breaking ribs. Apparently. But you could like, you could pull them. And I remember like they could get some cool air. It was so cool to watch them go up. They would glide back down. It wasn't just like a kerplunk. And I do remember distinctly firing my Sky Dancer at people. And people, like, and my friend's taking my Sky Dancer and firing it at me. Like, you'd lightly tilt the the base, and you'd pull, and it would just go flying at somebody. And that was always a lot of fun. I 
I really like I have fond memories of my sky dancer. Like I remember real I I don't remember again, like until we did this, I don't remember being called a sky dancer. I just like I I when I was doing research for the season, I saw it and I was like, I had that. That's what that was called. Cause it kind of <laughs> looks like a Barbie doll. So in my brain, I probably associated it as like a flying Barbie doll or something. And ultimately this would have been something I feel like the Barbie company could have come out with. Mm-hmm. Like that, that's logical. Um, and I know they did event at one point they did market. It was after the show came out because there's two male sky dancers in the TV show. Yes. So eventually they they do make two ones based off of their names are Breeze and Slam. Um <laughs> I have I have comments on Breeze. Oh, um, man. because Breeze is a we're not there yet. Gotta we gotta save for that nugget. We're not there in the tour. <laughs> Surprise, we've got a whole animated series exhibit. <laughs> um we should. That's a that's a horse of a TV, I think, is a good exhibit. So, um, but yeah, no, it was. I I enjoyed having it. Um, no one got hurt in my household from a sky dancer, and frankly, that I don't think the sky dancer does hurt people. I think, you know, that old argument: guns don't hurt people; people hurt people. Mm-hmm. Sky dancers don't hurt people. Idiot kids with a sky dancer, like. I could hurt someone. I could cause lacerations to someone's face with a Lego. Like, what happened was, is a bunch of guys... I watched a video um, on YouTube of a guy talking about the Sky Dancer. And he had a girl, a woman on, who still had her Sky Dancers. And they went out to see how high they would go. And then they pointed them at each other and started firing them at each other. And they're (laughs) full-grown adults. (laughs) So the reason I think people were getting lacerations or the Sky... You know, it's because the wing caught their face or the, you know, the thing rammed into their eye is because idiot kids, I did it myself, were shooting them at each other. And that's why that happened. You know, it's, it's one of those tragic things of, well, your toy shouldn't be able to do that much damage. Maybe your kid shouldn't be hitting another kid with a toy. Have you thought of that? Like, I mean, really, any toy is dangerous. All toys are dangerous. Like, all toys are, are somewhat dangerous. But yeah, I, mean, I, think- but I, I think also, I mean, it's always the, I mean, this has happened for years and it still happens now with public perception and other stuff like that. Like if you do nothing and all of a sudden a bunch of kids are getting hurt, especially when it has to deal with kids, usually like governing bodies are pretty quick to be like, you know what, let's just shut this down. And it's, it's especially in terms of like the toy market where it's not like, Oh no, what are kids going to do for toys now? Like there's plenty of toys on the market and you can just go to the next thing. Like, I think like how do sky dancers get discontinued, but skateboards are still around. A skateboard is so much more dangerous. I have to toddle on a thing sideways put my foot down so that I can push forward, not fall over and turn using my body weight. Like that's just ask it. Like, and you see, like I, okay. I follow an Instagram page called kids getting hurt because I think it's really funny when kids like get smacked in the face with like a football or something. I know. Um, Learning a lot about you today. I think it's hilarious. They're just so innocent and they don't understand how the world works. And then all of a sudden they fall off a swing and just like, and then they figure out how the world works. You can you can see their face start to change in the moment of falling, and it kills me. Anyway, a lot of those videos are kids on skateboards, which to me that's not funny. That that that's like that's oh ow, like I can feel that. Mm-hmm. And it's like ooh, yeah. It's I mean it's 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 all based on 
like what is considered uh, normal. Like, I mean, uh, falling off a skateboard or falling off a bike for that matter is considered like, ah, this is like normal childhood. You, you know, fall down a lot, whatever. But apparently getting hit in the eye with a sky dancer is too far. <laughs> yeah. I mean, okay. I get it. Like, I get it. But also, I think it's an operator error situation more than it is anything else. Um, so I, we're going to go a little bit out of order here because we're going to devote the back half of this podcast to Sky Dancers, the animated series, <laughs> which was never a sentence I thought would come out of my mouth. But we have to do it. Uh-huh. Um, uh, should should Sky Dancers come back? Yes, actually, I think they should. And I, I'm, I'm in agreement. Like, And I think now there's a way that you could make the wings that would be a material that wouldn't cause as much damage. I think there's more engineering out there with with better materials that you could like there's somebody out there that's smart enough to figure out how to make this work or could they spin and then somehow on the descent it like does like some kind of parachute dress and so they really just kind of float daintily down. But Um, I mean you're still gonna have the issue of kids trying to whip them into each other's faces. I just think you need to put that on the box like don't do this. This toy is not like I think if you put like a safety label on the box and you can't get upset about it. I think sky dancers are cool. I think, you know, we live in a day and age where kids are on their, the kids are on phones and on tablets. And if you want to get them outside, this is a toy I think that could get a kid outside. I think it's just simple, but it's funny. They were collectible. There were all kinds of sky dancers. They all had names. Well, the, that was the thing is I don't think the like retail Sky Dancers had names. It wasn't until the TV show. And I think they were trying to like start a huge thing and it just never really caught on because of all the discontinued stuff. Mm-hmm. And then uh, what was I going to say? Oh, if you're interested in getting a Sky Dancer, yes, of course, you can still get a Sky Dancer. You can get them on eBay. Now, there's a range. There's a pretty big range on what you can buy a Sky Dancer at. I only pulled one price. If you want to get an original Sky Dancer, like pre-TV show Sky Dancer, in its box, I saw two, $150. Okay. Not two together for $150, two separate ones, $150 each. I feel like for what it is, like if, if you're a toy collector and that's the original in the box, I feel like $150 seems like a, like, it, clearly you're not getting that out and using it. Like that's a, I'm a toy- that? That, what? That, did you hear that? That's the sound of your wife getting a baseball bat to hit you before yeah, well, you can go buy a Sky see, Dancer. I am not a toy collector. So I I love toys, but I am I am a take out of the box person. Like and they are to be I'm not buying a toy so it can sit on my shelf and never be played with. Like all of my toys are are you can play with them. And, I'm looking and, at a bunch of toys that are sitting on a shelf behind you in the same position since we started recording podcasts a few months ago and when and i had like i have them on shelves for display but then like if my daughter were to come down here and say i want to play with that i'd be like great and i'd get it down (laughs) um uh so yeah nothing nothing down here is like oh my gosh don't touch this this is a 200 hundred dollar limited edition like not doing that so like but in the mind of a toy collector because i've i've met toy collectors i know toy collectors like if if you were looking for an original something, you know, right when it came out, I, I think 150 seems like pretty, pretty reasonable. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm off. <laughs> okay, so. Wait, real fast. We need to celebrate. That is the first time you and I have both thought something should come back. That's true. Yeah, I think usually so, one of us 
oscillates or one of us says in a limited release this one we both just went yeah 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 no this absolutely i think this absolutely should come back a first on this show that we we really are both like emphatically of like this should come back sky dancers animated series yes okay so let me set this up for y'all uh so this was it premiered uh, in like 96 97 um and there were five main characters that were studying at the High Hope Dance Academy. And this is a quote from the uh, from the uh, review that I'm reading of under the widowed Queen Skyla. I love that it's very important that she is widowed. And Queen Skyla- Do you know Skyla what happened her- to her husband? Oh, yeah. Okay, uh, good. Her- just making sure. Yeah. Keep going, keep going. Oh, we, we're going to talk about the move that her husband did in order to save the kingdom. because um, So Queen Skyla and her students defend defended her kingdom from Skyla's jealous brother-in-law, Skyclone, who sought revenge for his brother Skyler being selected as king over him. Skyclone had successfully killed Skyler, but was unable to gain control of the Sky Swirl Stone, say that five times fast, that gave the Sky Dancers their powers. Sky Swirl Stone, Sky Squirrel Stone, Sky Squirrel Stone. Yeah, you're, you're, you got Squirrel. squirrel. <laughs> sky Swirl Stone, Sky Squirrel Stone. No, yeah, it's Squirrel. <laughs> sky Swirl Stone, Sky Squirrel Squirrel. Because he's out of a gun. <laughs> However, the Sky Squirrel Stone sounds no, like. No. Oh, I was going to say, no, you said it wrong again. Uh, you know, it could be a thing. He couldn't so, capture the Sky Squirrel Stone and get rid of the Sky Squirrel Dancers. Yes. Yeah, so, Chris, how did Queen Skyla's husband uh, pass away? Oh, I was going to say his brother killed him. Well, yes, but so uh, that's not quite true because... Okay, you, you know more than me. I'm excited. Yes. So King Skyler, Skyler, he sacrificed himself by performing a death spin with Skyclone in order to defeat him, but unfortunately he did not actually kill him. And then later in the series, it's revealed that Skyler is not dead, but he's trapped in another dimension. And apparently he comes back at some point and does the death spin again. So uh, first of all, I love that the move is called a death spin. It's a kid's TV show. And they're like, yeah, this guy died because he had to do the death spin to to get rid of his evil brother. But it didn't get rid of his evil brother. It got rid of him. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like, that's just that's just so wonderful. So, yes, he he's often seen in Skyla's flashbacks and frequently comes to her aid when she is in danger. So from what I could tell, the show lasted only one season. Yeah, one season. There's a total of 27 episodes, one of which is a lost episode. Ooh. Four of them are on Amazon Prime, but the whole series is on YouTube. Oh, okay. So like, you can watch it. Now, the thing I did is... Did you watch it? No, I didn't watch it. I don't have time to watch that. <laughs> I binged the entire season last night. All, I haven't gotten any, any sleep. <laughs> anything for the vine. Um... <laughs> As the kids used to say, um, no, but what I did learn is there are three different theme songs for this show. Okay. It changed three times in one season. And now is this what you referenced in our, in the opening? Yes. I referenced the second theme song. So the first, there's a long theme song from episodes one to four. There's a shorter one that I thought was the best one that starts at episode five. And I don't know when it changes again. It changes somewhere around episode 12 or 13 and they get an even more condensed one <clears throat> but i'm going to recite this is where we lose all of our followers and all of our listeners no this is where i i was like i need more i need more snippets of the this theme song are you ready i'm, I'm ready gonna, i'm gonna back away from my mic a little bit <clears throat> i can dance i can fly 
Sky dancers, I can reach to the sky. Sky dancers, I can make it happen. If I really try, I can fly. Jade, Camille, Breeze, Angelica, Slam. By the power within me, as queen of the wingdom, I summon my sky dancers to defend my kingdom. If it is to be, it's up to me. I can soar, I have wings, I can do anything. Sky dancers. Wow. Clap. Wow. Everyone, let's just, if you, wherever you are, let's just clap right now. Um, A moment okay. of silence for everyone. I have, I have two thoughts. One, I, was that the actual tune? Yes. Or did you just make that up? Okay. No, that's the actual tune. Yes. I can hear the 90s in that. Like that was, you know, that that is the ni- quintessential 90s theme song. Um, and two, did they just rip off Reading Rainbow? Like, there's a lot of like reading rainbow vibes that I have in that theme song. Like butterfly in the sky. I can go twice as high. Take a look. It's in, it's a, in book a book of reading rainbow. rainbow. Like, yeah, it was special. can be anything. Like it, That's it, a theme in the 90s that you can be anything if you really try. Mm-hmm. That's why we millennials are all messed up because when we got into the real world, we realized, oh, we can't just like decide we're going to be anything. We have to like choose something. And the world says, yeah, you, you got to choose something that like you know about. <laughs> I think one of the the things that made me laugh the hardest, and it is in the second theme song, is Breeze is clearly supposed to be the um, diverse one. He is clearly supposed to be based off of a Native American because there's all like, and that was a big trope. Like there was the Native American kid in and uh, Captain Planet. Oh, that's right. There's always like a random like that was their token like person of color. Always it probably because they could draw them white. Whoops, did I say that? Um, there was always <laughs> I always remember there being like a Native American kid in shows. It was so weird. Not weird, just like yeah, random. yeah. No, it was the '90s. That's what we did in the '90s. Um, but like, there's like this like probably culturally inappropriate if you break it down like wind sounds and wind chimes and like a rain stick after breeze says his name and so it goes like breeze and then angelica angelica's like the cute blonde one and there's like jazz piano and then it's slam who's like the man one and so he just says his name really funky and weird i don't know i i don't know man i can't tell you but when i learned that the queen because I read the description, and in nowhere in any of the summaries does she or anyone refer to this place as the Wingdom. I lost it. The Wingdom. The Wingdom. <laughs> and, and you know, like there's some guys in a in a in a boardroom that like, oh, it's the Kingdom. No, 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 Jim. The Wingdom. And, and everyone go, just everyone just like went to lunch after that. But you can't <laughs> like, top the Wingdom. We can't top it. We're going to get Subway. Um, <laughs> and so. Um, okay, um, I, so I, I skimmed through the episodes because Wikipedia mm. has like the two sentence thing. Let's just uh, let's just get to some of the things that happen. Slam and Jade break the stone on Queen Skyla's glove, removing the Sky Dancer's ability to fly. Lots of questions there. Um, oh, because the they don't Sky naturally Na- have the ability. Like they don't just naturally have their wings. Queen so it's Skyla- like Green Lantern. 
Yes. Queen Where, Tyler like, has to activate them. Otherwise, oh. they're just they're just randos until she activates them. Th- like think Beetleborgs or Power Rangers. Like when she turns them on. The Wonder it, Twins. Yeah. Like yeah. then like they power on and they get their wings, they come out, and they use them for battle and pretty dancing. Oh, okay, okay, yes. When the Sky Dancers try to cheer Skyla on the anniversary of Skylar's death spin, like that sentence, uh, Jade's long estranged mother re-enters her life the day before Skyla falls prey to Skycone's trap at Skyridium Harp Performance. There's a sentence. <laughs> uh, there's one. Oh, Angelica's injured on a skiing trip and loses her confidence. Um, uh <laughs> They travel through time, apparently. There's a time travel element to all this. That's very um, nice. With ancient prophecies and things like that, where they're like trying to bring the king back. Uh, let's see. Oh, and then I love the last episode. That yes, the operation. The operation, yes, where uh, Angelica slips and hurts her knee badly and she undergoes emergency surgery. Like, what is this show? <laughs> and she doesn't know if she's going to be able to dance. It's clearly the flashback episode. So the final episode... What an episode to end on is flashbacks of everything else. Oh my goodness. I just, I, what a, like, and I can just, I have not seen anything of this show, but when you said like they use it for battle and they activate, I'm like, oh, I know exactly what this scene looks like when they activate where they're like, they're flying up and there's a big like panning screen going down and like a big, you know, shining light as their wings pop out and yeah, yeah dancing jade (laughs) slam or i guess it'd be uh you can't see the motion i'm making but i'm doing the double fist down slam that's Mm -hmm. more 90s so i I guess here's my question in 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 doing all of this is is i mean don't get me wrong i would love to do a full season on every single episode you know a 27 arc on breaking down each episode of the sky dancers animated series um i'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure we'd get tons of listeners for that. Um, this there had all... There's someone who would. If there are bronies, I believe in anything. <laughs> I, the, the sad thing about this is I really think that Skydancers was starting to become your My Little Pony Care Bears Barbie-like empire, where, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's not far off that you were going to then have Jade, Angelica, and, I mean, all of the Skydancers... And Queen Skyla, and then they would have come out with King Skyler, and he does the death spin, and like you could like the merchandising opportunities from the show are are huge, and really it just kind of like got totally squashed by them having to recall the product. Mm-hmm. But like with that, like this show clearly was trying to set up a big universe that was going to then propel Sky Dancers through the future. Mm-hmm. And like, what's weird is like psych cyclone was that cyclone, the brother in law. Yes. He doesn't look like anyone else. He looks like a big, like green gremlin thing. And he has like these weird little minions. Like it's so nineties and campy. It hurts. Oh, well, do you know why he's like that? No, there's a reason. Oh yeah. Cause that's what happened to him in the death spin. The death spin just like turned him into a zombie. Oh, okay. Well, now I want to see what he actually looked like. Like, I I don't know if like we actually know what he looks like, but from what I read, it was because he, uh, yeah, the death spin did that to him. Okay. Yes. So, but even like originally, okay. So I found a regular picture. So there's this like weird zombie, but he was always big. He was like big and he had green hair and like purple eyes. Like he looks kind of like a, like a rocker kind of a person. 
He looks nothing like his brother, King Skyler. But that you're right. That was like classic '90s, where like Who's the villain Skyhawk? was Skyhawk. 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 Hang on. I, I read about him. Skyhawk is. Let's see. This is what uh, happens. When well, that's King Skyhawk. That's that's um that's uh King Skyler's dad. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And then there's. <laughs> I, this is my other favorite one. There's Brandon, known by the girls as Blowhard Brandon. <laughs> oh my God. He's another student at uh, a High Hope Dance Academy and is very full of himself. I was going to say, it's funny. So I did watch part of one episode and there's a bunch of rooms at this school and it looks like the way it looks, it looks like there's only five students there and it's the main ones. I mean, but uh, there's there's a couple others. Hey, real fast. Um, what is the name of the episode where someone's mom shows up? Oh, uh, hang on. I want someone's mom. Oh, that love lost, love found. <laughs> oh, never mind. There's just a picture of like a screen grab from an episode called Moment of Truth. And there's a real hardcore looking dance mom character on the thing. So just never mind. Uh, I just the Baroness Skyvia's long buried jealousy for Skyla resurfaces and leads her to hatch an assassination plot with Skyclone. Whoa. Whoa. Baroness what? Baroness Skyvia. Is that her? Yes, that's her. Yes, Baroness Skyvia. Like, so she's Skyla's, apparently Skyla's friend, um, but she's jealous of her. And so she she plots an assassination. And, and the question is, will Skyla's trust in Skyvia be her undoing? Oh my god! Yeah, I just like I, I I one of the reasons why I like talking about this, even though this is a show I'm I didn't watch and I'm never going to watch. It very much feels like every '90s TV show. It does, and so and, much. and and so just talking about it is is very much like this, like bringing up like childhood memories of TV shows that I watch. Like it, it, this is a weird comparison, but it feels like the Magic School Bus. Yeah. Um, like I mentioned uh, on Friday night, I am hosting a '90s trivia night. And um, now the first preparing. question, the first question is about Magic School Bus. And it, it's the question is, who sings the song of the theme song of the Magic School Bus? What? Yeah. Like, who? who's the he's a very famous artist. That, is he that, really? Yeah. Is he? Yeah. Oh, it who's is. He's on Main Street. <laughs> you know, feeling cool. Next thing that, you know, you're seeing. Wow, wow, wow. Octopus in the neighborhood. Surfing on a sound wave, swinging through the stars, take a something your intestines, intestines take something satellite to Mars on the magic, magic school bus. bus. Um, I had hop on the magic school bus. You started something that will never I, end. I had um, I had magic school bus computer games. I had an under the sea one that was. Awesome. I remember the computer games. Those were awesome. I never owned them, but they were on the computer at my school. Yeah, I only under the sea one, and then I had friends that owned the space one where you lost Miss Frizzle on Pluto, and you had to, like, go find her. I had a lot of the, the VHS tapes, so, like, the one where, like, like you go to space and, like, Arnold kills himself. What? You don't remember? Okay, so there's an episode where they all go to space, and Arnold's cousin comes along, and Arnold's cousin is really annoying, and he gets fed up, and he takes his helmet off on Pluto and just... His whole face crystallizes and he dies because that's what happens when you take your helmet off in space. They save him like because apparently you can't because the magic school bus. But Arnold straight up commits suicide. In one oh, of those. wow. Dark. And then I didn't figure this out until years later. Carol Channing is in an episode. Whoa. He's in the Haunted Mansion episode, which was one of my favorites growing up. Cool. I could talk wait, about wait, the magic go- school bus all day. 
Way to go, Carol Channing. Um, so do you know who sings that theme song? No, who? It's Little Richard. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So Little Richard uh, sings the Magic School Bus theme song. Oh, and I also didn't find out till years later that freaking, um, what's her name? Ah, uh, she's in 9 to 5. Lily We're- Tomlin was Miss Frizzle. I never knew that. Oh, really? I knew that one. I found that out like years late, like years and years and years and years later, like far after I should have figured that out when they did the reboot and there was a picture of Lily Tomlin with, I can't remember who's playing it up, who's playing her in the modern one, freaking, oh, I can't think of her name. She's the SNL actress. Um, hang on. She was in Ghostbusters. Um, Kate McKinnon. Maybe. I mean, that sounds right. Uh, revival series. Uh, yeah, Kate McKinnon. Yeah. Yep. There was a picture of her with Lily Tomlin, and I'm like, what? Yeah. Blew my mind. Blew my mind. Yeah. All right. You know what else? Real fast, other weird-like thing I just learned about my childhood? Rue McClanahan, a.k.a. Blanche Devereaux from the Golden Girls, is Steve's grandmother in Blue's Clues. Wow. Not the real life, like, not real life. Just it, she cameos as Steve's grandmother in an episode. Wild, and that blew my mind. That's cool, and w- what a connection. Um, Sky okay, any, anything else on <laughs> Sky Dancers? <laughs> Again, the people on the tour are like, "What's going on?" Um, uh, anything else on Sky Dancers? Like, I mean, clearly we're we're very in favor of the the whole Sky Dancer lore. I want to know if Angelica dances again after her emergency surgery. We'll never know. <laughs> we will never know. Do you think I I'm scared to look, do you think there's fan fiction out there of this that would actually answer our question? And more. I'm scared to look. I'm not don't going look. to look. <laughs> don't, I don't look. I don't want to know. We don't need to know. I, I had someone at, when I worked at the Disney store, I had someone who was a My Little Pony fan come in and like tell me about the My Little Pony fan fiction he was reading. And, and I was always like, oh, no, I don't I, no. I would always try to find. There oh, is oh. A, no one look this up. This is definitely not appropriate. I've read it and it's a trip. There is a Harry Potter fan fiction about the castle, the physical building having a romantic relationship with the giant squid that lives in the lake. (laughs) I've never laughed so hard in my life. Don't read it. But there is literally, I mean, if it's a popular thing, there is fan fiction. Okay. Well, all right. Well, I think it's time to close up the museum for the night. I think, I think this tour needs to be ushered out after this. What a ride. Like, I don't we've think had... there's anyone left on the tour. I think you and I turned around and everyone's gone. <laughs> we, 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 we've, we've, we've gone from AC Gilbert, which now, I mean, I've been delighted by the AC Gilbert house on Instagram. Just the fun stuff that they're doing looks really, really fun. And then now the Sky Dancers, the animated series, uh, you know, episode just, Wow. I feel like maybe next season we should do a discontinued TV. That would be fun. That would be really fun. Maybe maybe that's what we'll do. Um, okay, well, Chris, how do they uh, get a hold of us if they want to have another tour with us? <laughs> if you're still listening, um, you can get a hold of us by going to our Instagram, which is at discontinued on display. You can find us on Twitter at discontinued pod, or you could email us at discontinued on display at gmail.com. And don't forget to rate and subscribe or follow however it does those five stars and those positive reviews really help us out so more people can learn 
about Blanche Devereaux and the magic school bus when they're yeah. supposed to be learning about sky dancers. You can also learn, though, about all the crazy shenanigans that the sky dancers get into. Just saying. Um, quick shout out here. Um, uh, now, when this episode comes out, this episode will have already been released, but we haven't recorded it yet. Um, if you have not already done so, if you're a discontinued fan, head on over to the Beers and Ears podcast, our sister podcast over on the Sorcerer Network. Um, Chris comes on with me and Casey to talk uh, discontinued Disney. Um, we're talking the great movie ride. So I'm that episode very really- passionate about the great yes. movie ride. I loved I- that ride. So I believe I believe that episode. Uh, uh, it's uh, either it just released or it's like one of our newer ones. So I, I know it, I know it's coming out. So um, definitely go over and, and check that out. Um, uh, Cause uh, th- th- I'm sure it's going to be a fun episode. I'm, I'm excited. excited. I loved when I guessed and we talked about home on the range. The uh, best I'm Disney so excited movie. that you're coming back for a, like a not home on the range episode. I almost feel bad as a friend. Like that the only time you've been on my other podcast is to talk about the worst movie ever. No, that's uh, what made it so great. That was the best text message I've ever received are you ready to watch Home on the Range? Yes, oh. I am. Oh, man. Yes, what a, I am. What, yeah, yeah. So if you don't watch Home on the Range, if you want to know what we're talking about, go back and listen to, uh, go on the Beers and Ears podcast, uh, Home on the Range. Just hear, hear what we have to say and then don't waste your time. Waste your time in that way not in watching the movie. Okay. Anyway, uh, you know, let's, uh, this is, we're, we're the guests in the museum that are like, are like, I don't know if you had this happen at the store where like, you'd have the guest that was still talking to you and you're like, yeah, I want to close. It's like nine, it's 9 PM. We, I got to go home. <laughs> it's, it's time to go. And that's Here, what let, I'm doing. Let, let me take us out. <clears throat> if it is to be, it's up to me. I can soar. I have wings. I can do anything. Sky Dancers! Yeah! Thank you for listening to a Sorcerer Network podcast.